And we are live on a <clears throat> hot and muggy Tuesday night. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, all in on high school sports. Good How evening. are you tonight? I'm well, and you? I'm good tonight. Get, uh, a little nervous about tomorrow night, but I'm good right now. I'm good. How's everything with you? Good, good. Can't complain. Uh, we're going to talk a little high school sports again, as we usually do on Tuesday nights. What's on our agenda tonight? Tonight, we will open up with a New Jersey um, girls state lacrosse tournament director. Cindy Veradino will join us, a former coach, former official, um, and she'll be breaking down the North Jersey brackets for us. Uh, we will also welcome back our friend Rob Neely to give us a little Bergen County recap for the semifinals and finals of their baseball county tournament. And then we will be joined by the Bergen County champions, St. Joe's of Montville baseball coach C. Slack and his captains will join us at the end of the show. Awesome. Uh, right out of the gate, Mr. Kirkpatrick, good evening all, and welcome again to the best high school sports talk around. Um, he's basically saying we got to get this show uh, <laughs> to say on a major sports network. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're happy right now. We're on, by the way, we are live on Facebook, live on Twitter, five, live on YouTube, and of course, live on the I-95 Sports Network. Um, so with saying that, uh, we will bring in our first guest, but before we do, uh, we will run a quick little promo from one of our sponsors. So we will be right back. And welcome back. We have with us the current girls lacrosse tournament director for Morris County and for the state of New Jersey, Cindy Berardino. Thank you for joining us, Cindy. Glad to be here. I'm going to just uh, give our audience a little rundown of your uh, 
coaching history. So Cindy joins us as a not only the current tournament director, but also a former lacrosse official at the high school and collegiate level. And before that, she had a quite an extensive career in coaching at Montville Township High School. She is actually a three-time inductee into the Montville Township High School Hall of Fame. Her 1984 state championship lacrosse team has been inducted as well as her 2002 cross-country team. She was inducted as a coach in 2017 for being a teacher for over 35 years years and a 20-year lacrosse coaching career and 11-year cross-country coaching career where her teams amassed 13 conference championships, eight county championships, three sectional championships, and one state championship. She's also a member of the New Jersey Lacrosse Hall of Fame, the New Jersey Scholastic Coaching Hall of Fame, and the Booten High School Hall of Fame. So I would be remiss if I did not recognize all of your accolades. So thanks. We're very lucky to have you join us. Yes, <laughs> our privilege to have you on tonight, Cindy. <laughs> Um, nice of you to say. Nice of you to say. We will definitely be getting you back to discuss that illustrious coaching career. Just a little, uh, yes. putting, putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight, though, what we would like to do, we um, would have your expertise to kind of break down the North Jersey um, girls lacrosse brackets. So we thought maybe we'd start with kind of group one and go to group two, three, and four. If you wanted to give us a little uh, idea of who is kind of the you know top seed, who maybe is a surprise, uh, you know, has a chance of being a lower seed and coming uh, you know out to maybe as a, a sectional champion. If we want to uh, start with that. Okay. Um, first of all, all of the, the groups are, are just so competitive and they all have such a wonderful talent. You know, from when I was coaching, the girls are stronger, faster, more game savvy, and it's just so nice to see. Um, I, I didn't have an opportunity, obviously, to see everybody, but the um, number one seed in that North Group 1 is Madison. I did have the pleasure of seeing Madison. They made it to the semifinals of the county tournament, and they have a, a, a new coach, who uh, Kayla Henderson, who is doing a great job over there. They are a quality team. Um, on the, the bottom end of the bracket is Glenridge. You can never take Glenridge lightly. Uh, Beth Larkin does a wonderful job there as a coach. They had a, a nice win in overtime over Mountain Lakes. They also beat Montclair Group 4 school. So um, they're, if the, the, the um, seeds hold and they make it to the finals, that will be a really nice um, sectional final. But we cannot leave out, of course, Mountain Lakes. They're very young. But, you know, Jen Monday, the coach over there, is – a wonderful coach. She's had a lot of success and I believe that they're gearing up. So you got to keep your eye always on them. Um, Poquanic, even though they are a fifth seed, they have a, a fantastic record, only one loss to Madison. And they'll be looking to, I think, move forward. Um, I really can't say much about James Caldwell. I'm, I'm sorry to say I didn't have an opportunity to see them play but they always have a quality program and they have a wonderful record. The hard part here is everybody is playing in a different league and different strengths of schedule. And that always, you know, you might look at a team and say, oh my goodness, they're, uh, you know, five and 15, but look who they lost, mm -hmm. you know? So 
weighing those things, I think that that's a, a difficult thing, but having those top four seeds move over with, with Pequonic in there and um, possibly Ramsey, um, the top six are really very all competitive. Nice, nice. And how about group two? Well, group two, we have Summit, who always is up there. You know, a lot of success uh, with the new format this year, having the, the um, privates and parochials, non-public, move out. Summit moved down to a group two. Um, he's always doing a great job, Mike Walsh. So, of course, they have the number one seed. Um, the number two seed is West Essex. And they have really come on strong. They have, have, have some really quality wins. And I think that that final, if the seeds move forward, will be um, very interesting. And then West Essex, you know, had quality wins over Glenridge, Milburn, Montclair, Madison, which was a, a nice win for them. You cannot shortchange Ramapo, who... Um, had a great game with Mendham and Montclair. So those three teams there are looking to come forward. Um, you will also have the number four seed, which is Voorhees. Don't know much about them and, and, and the competitiveness that they play, but it has to be um, a decent schedule. So Lakeland at number six, you can't write them out. She does a great job over at Lakeland, and they've had some really quality wins too. So we'll be keeping our eye on all of those particular seeds. It's It'll just, be a great Final Four. It's amazing to just see how the sport has grown, and some of these teams that were maybe newer when I started coaching um, that now have really developed their programs into you know more like you know they say being much more competitive in some of these just the newer teams that even exist. It's just amazing, amazing to see this, this and wonderful to see that the sport keeps growing. It's awesome. Cindy, I have a quick question and um, pertaining to group one and group two. Are there any, were there, can there be possibly any rematches maybe in a final that were a great game if they already played this year at some point? Um, I don't, I don't think that we will have a sectional final as a repeat as I was looking through. I could be wrong, but okay. group one and group two, I don't think so. Summit and West Essex, if the number one and two seeds move forward, um, they did not play this year. And I do not believe Madison and Glen Ridge played. I could be wrong, okay. but as far as I know, so I don't think we will have that type of a um, competitive edge. And getting back, Jen, to what you said, there really are no easy wins anymore. Yeah. In a lot of these schedules, you know, in, in the olden days that when I was coaching, you know, <laughs> you had your um, stronger teams and then the newer programs that were coming through, you know, you were maybe able to um, steal away a, a, a win here and there. And now everybody is just so competitive. Yeah. And the kids, you know, the girls are playing so much more. They know so much more about the game. They're just so savvy. They really have a good understanding. 
and the coaching you know you got to take your your hats off to these coaches they're doing everything in their power to make their teams better yeah. which is really commendable 100%. uh jen real quick couple comments from our good friend kenny kirkpatrick saying welcome to the show cindy i'm listening and looking forward to your time on all in on high school sports Thanks, um and of course he's saying he's from maryland and uh <laughs> coach breslin from uh, assistant coach at Ramapo saying, what's up, everyone? Looking forward to a great show. Nice, very nice. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm actually, Cindy, in that group, I'm hoping there's a, I guess it was a, gr a group two. I'm looking forward to a, a possible Summit West Essex final there. I feel like that's a, a rivalry maybe renewed, possibly. <laughs> you know, going back to the former coach, Gil Koss, um, and um, when she was uh, there before the state tournament had individual group championships we used to have a and b mm -hmm. etc you know that was always a really hard game you know well fought well coached well played yeah 100%. so it would be nice to see that as well <laughs> right all right and maybe you want to move on to group three yeah group three um i think that's where you possibly if the seeds hold hold forth you possibly could see another matchup between the county final uh, champion Chatham and the runner-up West Morris Mendham. It was a hard-fought game. It was a wonderful game under the lights up at Mount Olive. Uh, they're both um, coached by former players that have come up through the ranks, which is always nice to see. You know, uh, Ali Casera, who went to West Essex mm -hmm. and then on to um, Northwestern, Northwestern, mm -hmm. and had a great career there. You know, and Helen Oliver, who played at Chatham now is taking the rain there and um, doing wonderful things. So those that could be a great matchup if the seeds hold forth. And then, of course, Melbourne is having a wonderful season coming in at three and Northern Highlands. Northern Highlands had a great win over Mountain Lakes. I was able to see that game. And both of those teams are um, coached well. They really have the ability to, to move forward in the brackets, uh, but once um, their one side hits Chatham and the other side hits Mendham, it's going to be a battle, which is good. That's what the state tournament is all about. Yeah. We don't want, you know, easy games. We want it to go down to the last second, and we really do want it to uh, be a competitive game. I have, I have on, a, on a personal side note about Northern Highlands, I feel like as a field hockey and lacrosse coach at Montville, I had many seasons end at their hands in both of those sports. <laughs> <laughs> we beat them too, although not as many times, but they definitely uh, caused me some heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, a good program. Absolutely. You know, they're gearing up. He has his team right in line, you know, with, with a purpose and that's always great to, to see. All right, and moving on to group four. Well, group four, you, you have, you know, your perennial Ridgewood, which has a few losses this year, but of course, you know, they're in that, that, that such highly competitive uh, league. I was able to see them against Oak Knoll and against Chatham, and they play a great game. They have, um, I don't believe she's back yet, but one of their top players was out in the injury. So, you know, I think that that sort of hurt them. And on the bottom of the bracket at number two, you have Westfield, who is setting the field on fire. They had a few one-goal losses against top teams, and they really um, are going to come out, in my opinion, real strong. 
Number third seed is Marstown. Marstown was in the semifinals of the county tournament. New coach up at Marstown. Um, she's doing a great job. I believe she was a former player there. I think Ali Ferrara, is that right? Ferrara. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And she has her team, you know, really cranked up and really ready to go. Um, what I liked about Marstown's philosophy was um, they, they came to the semifinals of the county and they did lose. It was a great game and they stayed and they went the second game to m maybe tune them in and get them ready for next year. I like that. Yeah, I think that that great. is something that's really positive, mm -hmm. showing the interest instead of, well, let's just go home, you know? So I think that that's great. Um, we have Montclair, who's having a, a good season as well at the fourth seed. So if they come through and this, the, the top four are able to progress. It's going to be a very good um, final four. However, never underestimate Bridgewater Raritan. Yeah. Kathy Demonis, she really um, has that team back online and they're doing great things and they have had some quality wins. And if they continue to move out, you know, they'll have to play Montclair if Montclair moves out. And then either one is going to be going against Richwood. Mm -hmm. So that part of the, the bracket is going to be great with, you know, Marstown moving out. If Westfield moves out, Ridge is at number six, always has a, a real good good team and a good program. And group four, you know, it's always a nail biter when it comes down to the sectional finals. It's the, in the past when I was an official and I was on that, that game for the group four, um, sectional finals, it was always a nail biter. It was something. So that's going to be uh, a great bracket as well. Nice. So many uh, good teams. Kenny's making a comment. It is great and amazing to see high school sport tournaments again. I wish you the best of luck to all the teams. I'm predicting West Essex <laughs> to win their group, Jen. He's just sucking up to you, Jen, is what he's doing. He knows that's my alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy, as you said, this is the first year in girls lacrosse that they've pulled out the um, non-public schools and right. perusing those brackets. Like there's a ton of teams again. Yes. It, yeah. And it's yeah. like most of them. So it seemed like most of them were North Jersey teams, but I did see like Camden Catholic is in there. So there's no demarcation of North and South. Is that correct in the in the non-publics? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. They, you know, they, they seated them all by the, um, I believe, enrollment. Okay. And so you'll have a mixture and a little bit of traveling, you know, in the um, non-public A. Yes, you'll have Candom Catholic. And then you will also have in the middle Union Catholic. And then you will have Red Bank Catholic. You'll have Notre Dame, which is the number two seed. Okay. And, um, you know, it'll be, it's sort of a conglomeration. Mm -hmm. Um of the um, non-public teams. And in the non-public A, of course, we have the number one overall seed, which is Oak Knoll. And Oak Knoll's a great team. Um, they do have a loss, and maybe they benefited by that. I always believe it's always good to have a loss going into any type of a mm -hmm. tournament because you, you, you learn a lot by having a loss. Yeah. So they'll be looking at um, Notre Dame if they, the seeds uh, progress. Uh, Mount St. Mary, they always have a great turnout, uh, well-coached. They'll be prepared as the number fourth seed. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, 
the number three seed, Immaculate Heart. They play in that, you know, really tough um, conference. They play all of them, Summit, Ridgewood, Oak Knoll. They play them all, and they um, do a good job. Sue really has them in line for uh, the championship game. So that Final Four, if everybody progresses, is going to be a great, great Final Four. Don't count out Pingree. Um, Pingree is is well coached. They do great things um, around their circle on the draw and whatnot. They are a nice team at coming in at number five. So that non-public group A is going to really be a bang up um, battle. And how about B real quick? B, um, I don't know a lot about B. Mm-hmm. I know Trinity Hall is a relatively new program but they have quality wins. They split with Rumson Fairhaven. They won one and they lost one. Um, then you have Montclair Kimberly. You'll have Saddle River Day as uh, two and three, and then uh, Morristown Beard as four. And I think that that is all gonna be very competitive because you really don't know. Everybody sort of plays in a different lineup here. Mm-hmm. So when they finally get together, I think that that will be as competitive as all of the groups possibly can be nice and one last question regarding we wanted to focus on the north jersey ones of course but you know then you we have a tournament of champions right so what is your kind of prediction with maybe like you know there's (laughs) typically been those strong south teams you know now our our north winner comes out like what is your uh you know tournament of champion prediction well um not having seen uh, Moorestown from South Jersey. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Rumson, who's the number two seed group two. I haven't seen Haddonfield, who defeated Moorestown. Um, so it, it really is hard to say. The teams that I did see that I'm very impressed with is um, I'm very impressed with them. I'm very impressed with Chatham. I'm very impressed with Mendham. I'm v- I have not seen Summit, but I will, will probably be impressed with them. You know? <laughs> I'm impressed with Ridgewood, you know, those, those, all those quality teams that are high in the uh, lax number ratings, they are quality teams. And I think on any given day, it just depends. You know, I always say you need a little bit of luck, a lot of skill, good good (laughs) coaching, and you need a little bit of luck Uh to get you that tournament of champions, which is going to be held at Mount Olive this year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And I noticed... Everything else up to that point is at the higher seed. Is that correct also? That is correct. The group finals will be <clears throat> at um, neutral sites. Okay. And then the tournament of champions will be at the higher seed. It was it was difficult this year because, you know, everything was difficult, but it was the best way that it could mm-hmm. be done and administered. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll just go on. And it's just wonderful that we're playing last year. You know, what did we do? It, yeah. was, it was a tough situation. First year in my entire life, I had no lacrosse. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, Cindy, Cindy, I have a quick question. I grew up more north in Garfield. So a um, couple of teams you mentioned, obviously, Ridgewood, IHA. If there's one more team more up north, I know you mentioned Highlands, Ramapo, Ramsey, Saddle River Day. If there's one more team to watch and again, you know, I know we're not doing predictions, but what more of those North teams that you would say keep an eye on? Who who would it be? Um, 
Let me consult my notes here. All the way up there. Hmm. You know, it's really, it's hard to say because you always hear about all the teams that you just mentioned. Those are the teams that are always in the, 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 the know. Those are the teams that are in the know. That's what you hear. The other teams, you don't hear too much about them because they sort of battle against each other. And right. Richard is going to steal the IH. They're going to steal the, 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 the noise from everything. So it's, it is sort of hard to say. I, I really can't comment on it. Okay. Those are, like I'm you said, sorry. the ones you mentioned. Yeah. Kind of the, uh, the, the, the year after year kind of uh, strongholds. <laughs> but- yeah. Yes, absolutely. They are. They, they, they you know, are, are on the top for, for many years. Oh, you know what I was thinking, actually? Did you say Mawa in there? I did not say Mawa. Yeah, and did, uh, how, I, I know that when, again, when I was coaching, uh, their their coach kind of, again, kind of took them, you know, I just feel like they turned into a very competitive team as well, Mawa. I don't know if you, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't know, I didn't get a chance to see them. I yeah. don't know if they're young this year mm-hmm. or whatnot. You know, they're, I don't think, you can ever judge a team by their overall record per se when you're discussing them because you don't know, you know, you don't know how many of those overtimes were lost, how many of those one goalers were yeah. a loss, who they're playing. You know, I, my, my hat comes off to the teams that really want to schedule harder teams because it will make them better, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think Mala had a great record this year. I don't think, I could be corrected, but um, they always ha- they always come forth as being a real strong team for in that area. But it's, let me tell you, it's it's very cold officiating up at that Mala. Oh my no, gosh, yeah. it is. You're like on a, uh, almost like you feel like oh, you're yeah. on a cliff, yeah. <laughs> Anytime, it doesn't matter. It's always cold and windy. And I, I, I look at the sky. I think it's going to snow no matter what. <laughs> Cindy, thank you for the breakdown. We actually would like to end with a little, uh, you know, piece we call rapid fires. We have a couple more quick hitting questions for you, if you don't mind. <laughs> if I can answer them, I will. Okay. <laughs> the first one, I don't know if you're going to break some news on our, on our show, but my first one is very, very simple. Again, it doesn't have to be a, a definite, but do you think that you'll ever be a head coach again? No. Okay. <laughs> I like how well, you're like, it doesn't have to be definite. That. She's like, no. <laughs> let me think about that. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a head coach that had a big influence on me, Cindy, like in a very positive way. Um, I always, you know, even I was the coach after Cindy at Montville, and I used to call upon her many a time for advice, and she always gave me the time. So I, I thank you for that sincerely. So my question is for you is, who were some of your coaching influences? Hmm. Well, Going back um, in for lacrosse, I think Gail Chestnut, she was the former coach at um, Chatham. And, you know, I think she won a bazillion state championships <laughs> in field hockey, but she was there. Um, she was always a very professional. Things were very different back then, you know, and I didn't play really competitive lacrosse um, through – my my college career, I, I played. I played for North Jersey, 
And then you have um, Sue Schooley, who was the Cherry Hill East coach, who was, um, I was coached by her at camp many times. And again, she had a pretty good impact on me for certain things, you know, and I, I think that you have to look the broader scale, like pulling little things from everybody. And I played field hockey and lacrosse and basketball. And you pull from my basketball coach, I'll pull a little bit from my field hockey coach. I pull a little bit from my basketball coach in, in high school. And you sort of combine all of these things. And it, it seems to be very interesting. I learned a lot from Linda Alimi, your field hockey coach. And we were um, colleagues, you know, but she was in, into hockey, but she officiated lacrosse. And I, I learned an awful lot from her back then, even though it wasn't coaching lacrosse. So a lot of different people had great impacts on me nice. through the years. Okay, my next one is... Will a shot, do you think a shot clock will be coming to high school girls lacrosse anytime soon? Well, I think we have to define anytime soon. I, I do think it's going to come. I, I don't know when, but I do think it's going to come because, you know, it, it's been in the college now for a while and we sort of follow suit. So I do think it will come. I think it will change the game like it changed the game, but a lot of, you know, it is a little frustrating, I think, as a coach. Then there is, I don't know, 10 minutes left on the clock in a team that is well-coached and well-practiced can hold the ball for 10 minutes. My hat goes off to them, and that's great. But I think it also takes a little something away from the game. So I do think it's coming. I don't know when, but maybe by the next time I'm on your show, maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> Well, we plan on having you on pretty quickly again, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is, just for the record, that is an ongoing debate between yes. the two of us with the uh, the shot clock yeah, in the high yeah. school level. Yeah. All right. My next question for you, Cindy, is your best Montville lacrosse coaching memory? Well, you know, uh, that's putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> had a lot of them. I've had, it's like asking me who is my best player. You know, <laughs> I, I've had a lot of them and had some wonderful memories through the years but of course I have to go and we won the state championship you know that's something that I will never forget I, it's been a long time ago and I think I can't remember what I had for lunch today I don't <laughs> know if you, I even had lunch but I think I can replay to anyone who is listening that entire game oh get out that's awesome you know play by play yeah. it was just it was nice and it was just a special group of girls that I was able to coach, but it doesn't take away from all the other memories I had because I returned to the state finals two other times, not to be as successful, but those were also memorable teams as well. Very nice. Okay, and my last one, I thought you were almost going to steal my thunder because you said <laughs> that's like asking you about the best player you ever coached. So I'm going to go a little different angle, and you could take this from as a coach. You have It was either your team, you coached against this team, you officiated the game, or any other way you've seen this team. But is there one girls lacrosse high school team that stands out where you're like, that was the best high school team I've ever seen? Well, I think 
I think when we went to the state finals in the second time and 89, I think it was, and um, we played Morristown and it was a battle of, of the games. Um, we, I believe lost by two, maybe one. It was, it was a tough loss and they were a great team. I thought Montville was a great team, but they were really a great team and they were very disciplined because as soon as they went up by one, they stole, they stalled the ball. Oh. And it was like, okay, here, here we go, here we go. And then they snuck another one in, you know, when we were out of position trying to, to, to pressure it. But Morristown has always had unbelievable teams. They always have had them. And they, they, you never say, well, Morristown has it down here in the same sentence. It just doesn't happen. You know, so that team that I was able to go against firsthand probably sticks out in my mind that they were just a, a really fine, well-coached team. Nice. Very nice. All right. And my last question, Cindy, for you is, Kurt is a huge pizza guy. So in the Montville, Booton area, where is your <laughs> go-to place for a slice? <laughs> well, it's right down the street from my house. And... It is the best pizza that you ever want to have, top of the park. And they they are the best. So Write you it have down. To get- Let's check it out. <laughs> it out. And you know what? When you're there, call me. I'll come down and I'll treat. There Sounds you good. go. Sounds there good. you go. Sounds good. We'll treat you. Yeah, yeah we'll treat you. <laughs> Sounds good. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us. It was a, Selfishly, it was a pleasure to catch up with you and see you. But uh, we really appreciate your time and, of course, your expertise. Thank you so much. No, thank you. I really enjoyed You know me. I love talking lacrosse. <laughs> anytime, Cindy. Anytime. Awesome. Okay, great. Good luck Thanks with the rest of the tournament. Thank you very much. Thank you, Cindy. Okie doke. Okay. Yep, very nice. Good uh good insights into all the groups it's Absolutely. uh it's you know always i feel like i'm reliving it talking about all those teams and uh you know it makes you miss it a little yes. bit for a hot second yes <laughs> absolutely yep so um while we wait for our next guests okay are we going to run another one of our sponsors or are we going to bring mr neely in? he's actually in the waiting room okay him in? yes absolutely okay. let me bring mr neely in to talk a little. This is Mr. Neely. It's Rob Neely, Mr. Neely. What do you mean, Mr. Oh. Neely? What is this? It's Rob Neely. I'm Mr. Neely. Oh, he's got another good background going. Hello, Mr. Neely. How are you? I'm very good. I'm getting a little hungry all this talking about pizza. Jeez. <laughs> well, then just you go know, down to the best one right down the street in Roses and go get yourself some pizza. I mean, know, come on. You know that's how we roll here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. Last week, uh, Rob Neely joined us to uh, give a little breakdown of the Bergen County Baseball Tournament. And this week, he rejoins us to kind of give a recap of the semifinals and the finals. So welcome. Hello. Well, let's first start with this. I mean, (laughs) I could tell you this. It wasn't the normal Memorial Day, you know, wear your T-shirt and shorts in your 85 and 90 degree weather. I mean, (laughs) this is one of the probably worst weekends we've had in this area in a long, long time. So let's just start with this. How did it impact uh, this past weekend? You know, I tell you what, I don't think it impacted the game at all. 
and that's because the the leadership in the committee, um, Mike Carsich, Joe Sotero, they really worked their their behind off this weekend. Um, they were in constant contact with us as officials. They were in constant contact with coaches, site directors, etc. Um, they did have contingencies in place in case we did have this weather, and uh, as a result, they were um, able to play the Bosco PV game at Bosco, which is a natural surface and a county-approved field for the tournament, and it's been used as a neutral site before. And then um, the incomplete, still working job site, Woodridge Athletic Center. I tell you, that complex is is going to be something. They, it's not done yet. It's right across from Lodi Lanes in the Avalon section mm-hmm. over there. There's a full football field slash soccer field, a, a little league size baseball field, softball field, and then a separate um, baseball field. And the this thing, the potential is just amazing. To have a complex like that in this part of Bergen County, we're not used to that. Um, so um, standing at home plate, uh, prior to uh, the 2.30 start um, for the Joe's Bergen game, I was texting Kurt up until I left my car all day. We're going to do this. We're going to try and shoot for this, you know, that, whatever. And then when we got there, uh, we sat down and, and talked it through. Uh, first off, I had two winter Under Armors on. Oh my and God. Two, of the, yeah. two of the three of us on the crew had uh, gloves on for at least one part of the game, if not the whole game. It was It was wild being that cold. You know, the, the rain we've had before, I think it was like 17 or 18. We had um, a whole week of rain. I remember working a Passaic County tournament game on that Friday night, and I was walking to my car, just puddles coming out of my shoes. But the, the 50 degrees, the 49 degrees, that was that was something. We, we talk about that sometimes when we talk about, like, what we don't miss about coaching. Oh, right? yeah. And not, yeah. just, not just the rain, but the cold rain is just miserable mm-hmm. of what you just described. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, but, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. No, so I was going to say, at least for the Joe's Bergen game, um, there was a lot of concern. You know, uh, they, the coaches brought up that they had 30 D1 players between both rosters. Do we want to put them out there in it? a wet situation mm-hmm. is the mound going to hold up the mound's never been in this situation before uh what happens if somebody slides on a bag slips on a bag you know so there's a lot of precautions taken and a lot of things taken into judgment and uh you know i think they got it right they weren't going to let one game play without the other one they at least they wanted to avoid that as much as possible and then real quick, again, I know you can't get into details, but from what you know of, obviously, it was Bosco and Joe's with the wins, um, you know, uh, two, you know, pretty competitive games. Uh, anything in, in the two games that you want to add uh, about those two games? I talked to some of the guys that worked yesterday. I, I didn't go, um, but uh, Sean Hart was your VP. He threw two shutouts, one against Westwood, one against BC. Any hits in the middle of their lineup. He's also he's going to Bergen Catholic. Uh, I'm sorry, Boston College. I see BC. I was Boston gonna say, <laughs> yeah, Boston, he's going to. You Boston probably had College. Bergen Catholic um, happy for a couple of minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, then uh, they Jimmy Romano, who also hits in the middle of the lineup. Um, he's he was the tournament MVP. He got the save and he was five for five with a two run homer. So that's a heck of a day. And um, I'll probably say this last name wrong, but Brendan Lizick, 
uh, got the start. He's going to Texas Tech. Or I'm sorry, he didn't have the start. Jude Hearn, Zern had the start. We're going to St. John's, and uh, Brendan is going to Texas Tech. So there's some uh, rotation there up at Joe's. Um, they, 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 oh, and and not to slot Coach Cizlak. Um He was a re-sport first-team All-State athlete in uh, the 70s at Powell Park. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yes. Very nice. Any other? And uh, I guess he had some job fitting 19 seniors into a, a lineup. The, uh, I mean, well, it's just so impressive what you said that there were, you know, between the teams there, 30 Division One, you know, athletes going on to play. It just speaks volumes again to those programs yeah. and what those coaches do, you know, and the programs they run. But I had a quick follow-up question. You mentioned that you were doing the three-man ump rotation, right, for the games. Yes. And I was just curious. I know you guys put a lot of a lot of work and effort into making sure, you know, that you felt comfortable doing it, like you said, to do right by the teams. I was just curious how it went. Oh, it went well. We actually did three-man the week before in the quarterfinals as okay. well. So this was uh, our third time going through it. And then Sunday was – or Monday was a piece of cake. Those guys worked four-man. That's, you know, what these chumps and the pros do. Awesome. Real quick, how were the crowds? Um, the, the crowd at Woodridge uh, for the semi was, was good. It wasn't as thick as you would see, but, again, it was a 49-degree day. And from what I saw on Twitter yesterday, the place was packed. Um, I, was, I, I was gonna say I feel like I saw a similar thing. Thankfully, the better weather maybe yes. allowed people. Maybe they were chomping after the uh, at the bit to get out there after missing the the semis too. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what else you guys have for me tonight, but I want to go back to the last week when Kurt said there's gonna be a shot at a fourth time for uh, <laughs> Berg and Joe. Yeah. I was looking at the non-public North uh, A, and I never look at the state tournaments. But if um, Joe's and if Bergen beats Bosco and Joe's beats whoever they end up playing, um, Pingree or Union Catholic, you get round four, which uh, is always. And if it's not round four, you're going to get round four of Bergen Joe's. Right, right. You're getting Bosco, Bosco Joe's. Joe's. Round four. So you're getting like round four of something. So. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. That's crazy. That, how much talent we have up here. Oh, it's and not just it, with the Catholics. No, it, it's phenomenal, and that's why, like, we love to, uh, we love to have Rob come back and do a little of, you know, maybe like a state breakdown yeah, of or course, what, absolutely. you know, yeah. again of what you can do and stuff like that with us yeah. Yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that would be awesome, you know. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and if there's a coach you want me to re reach out to, you know, that's even better because they they're the ones that should be up here with their kids. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Thank you so much. Yeah, much appreciated. Um, oh, I had a, a oh, not only did they play each other, if I'm not mistaken, Rob. Again, just kind of looking at the schedules prepared for today, the um, <clears throat> Bosco St. Joe's played each other three times, but within a week's time. So two were league games, okay, because yeah. the, and then one was the county yeah. game. Yeah. But crazy yeah. how they were so compact even in the same time frame, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you could get the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might get that. <laughs> exactly. That been, uh, yeah. It's like a four-game series, uh, you know, <laughs> Mets-Braves. That's, that's one thing I do like that they've been doing up here is um, for league play, they want you to play back-to-back -back so that you're not seeing the, the ace twice uh, you know so there's more yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great okay. point 
All right, that I didn't realize that. It's it, very interesting. Again, see like, that definitely sports. changed because, yes. like, when I played, it wasn't like you know it would be well, you know game six and then game twenty, and, then, like, and you are going to see schedule. the ace. Yeah. So yeah, no, now Kurt, you're getting Garfield load. I load Garfield. You know, boom. Right. Done. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Um. We're actually going to talk a little St. Joe's. We're going to we have are, some yeah. of the players yeah. coming on again. Thank you for. Uh, getting us some info yeah. but uh, i got i just got one rapid fire question for you <laughs> one easy one will i be watching a nick game friday night <laughs> i hope so i hope so and i'm not an nba guy uh but when new york basketball is good you know sports talk radio is money okay that's all i want to hear from you is that that made my night tonight nothing else can make my night Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Rob. We really appreciate your time. And of course, even putting us in contact with, um, you know, some of the coaches in that area. We really, again, trying to get exposure for as many teams, you know, and players as possible. So we, we appreciate. Um, and state baseball next week. Let's get, let's get it going, Neely. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much. All right. Take care guys. Have Thank you, time. Rob. All right. There he is, the best in the biz. Oh, 100%. 100%. One of the other special that he was giving me uh, know, updates throughout like, the day. I like you had inside info on uh, the latest, yeah. I should say, up-to-date info. That's like, awesome. Like, off the press. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Uh, do you want to do a quick one, quick more? Yep. We'll do one we'll more do quick one promo, sponsors. and we will be right back. Okay, and we are back live with the champs. The champs are here. <laughs> the champs have arrived. Guys, congratulations. St. <laughs> Joe's Montvale 2021 uh, Bergen County Tournament Baseball Champions. Congratulations. And we have, Thank you. 
And we have joining us tonight, we have uh, Sean Hard, we have Ellis Garcia, and Jimmy Romano, um, three of the uh, St. Joseph Montville captains for this year. And they're going to tell us about their 23-2 season and, of course, their 6-5 to win over Don Bosco in the Bergen County Tournament Final. So, uh, Yeah, Jen, what order do you want to go in? Because we'll have them oh, all you know answer. What? Yep. You know what, guys? Since when we ask you each a question, just because how you appear on my screen, we'll go Sean and then Ellis, and then Jimmy as our as our order. Is that good with you guys? Awesome. <laughs> All right, so real quick, you guys in the counties, you guys had a bye. You beat Waldwick 15-2, Westwood 3-0, one of your arch rivals, Don Bosco, and I'm sorry, Bergen uh, Catholic 6-0 in the semis, and then the other arch rival, Don Bosco, 6-5 in a great final. Um, again, congratulations. But um, if you guys can just start real quick, if you want to just recap the uh, Bergen County tournament in a whole of what you guys went through and, uh, you know, leading up to your championship. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously coming into the tournament, we were so pumped to be a part of it. We missed out on last year. So we were coming extra hard this year. We were expecting big things. And we were just taking it one game at a time, every pitch at a time. And we just came out and did what we were expecting to do. And we're happy we did it. Ellis, how about you? No, um, uh, off of what Sean said, uh, every pitch, every game meant so much more this year to not only us, but the guys who also graduated last year. So every game we were playing in the in the county tournament and every game in general was only for the seniors, but for the guys last year as well. So every game truly meant um, extra this year. Oh, that's nice. And Jimmy? Yeah, de definitely. What uh, To touch up on what Ellis said, I mean, we lost last year, our sophomore year. For us, we lost in the counties in the finals. So every single game, every single pitch, it meant a whole lot to us. You know, we wanted to get to this spot and finish it out the way we started. Nice. That actually kind of leads into my question. I was going to ask you guys about, um, you know, you lose in 2019, right, to Ridgewood in the finals and this redemption game for you guys, right? Like how how meaningful was that? Did it add that extra something? I'm seeing all the smiles on the faces. <laughs> as, right? <laughs> so, if you, you know, like, again, like what was – I guess, did that add extra meaning for you guys this year? And, and Sean, you kind of touched upon it, even given last year, you know, here you guys you have 2019, you lose a close one in the finals, then 2020, you know, the season eludes everyone. And now here you come back 2021. So do you want to speak to that a little bit? Sean, you want to start? Yeah, I mean, it was a tough loss our sophomore year. We were all heartbroken and we didn't want to go out on the same note. And I feel like we put a little extra into it this year and we really want to get to our senior class that win. And I feel like that was a big part. That loss really fuels our fire for the win. Nice. Ellis, how about you? Um, I think, I hate to say it, but we took it for granted, um, the opportunity we had two years ago. Um, I, before the finals uh, yesterday, I was just telling the guys, I was like, I would do anything just to get back to the finals in that same position because uh, of what happened last year. So I was just thankful to be able to play again yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think Ellis and Sean put it perfectly. Our sophomore year, you know, coming up as young guys, we wanted to give send the seniors seniors off the right way. So to come in this year as ourselves, you know, we wanted to make this our year and go out the right way, the way we should have had the seniors go out their our sophomore year. So it meant a whole lot to us this year. 
Nice. And kind of a follow-up. And we just had, I don't know if you guys were able to see it at all, but we just had an umpire who you guys might know, Rob Neely, was on. And he's joined us a few times to kind of break down the Bergen County um, baseball tournament. And we were kind of talking about your schedule, how you've seen Don Bosco, you know, three times in uh, the past week. <laughs> so I was just wondering, like, if you guys want to speak to what it's like to kind of, like, prepare for that a little bit and see them back to back to back. Because I know you had some other games in between, of course. But, um, you know, I'm going to reverse the order on this one. We'll go uh, with Jimmy. <laughs> we'll go with Jimmy first, and then we'll go. Ellis, you'll still be in the middle, and then Sean, you'll uh, you'll you'll finish last. Go ahead, Jimmy. So yeah, I mean, I think we take every game the same way we approach it. Every single game, you know, we got to practice, prepare, work on stuff. This way, when it comes to game time, we're not making those small mistakes. But when it comes to a game like you're playing Bosco, we play them three times this week. Or Berg, I mean, played them three times already. You know, it's, it's all about the mindset. You know, you're going to that game. You know, it's a big rivalry. You want to win that game. It means a whole lot to you. So I, I think we take the same approach to every game. But when it comes to the big games, it's a different mindset. You know, you want to make sure you're locked in. You're getting good sleep. You're eating well. You're recovering well. You make sure you're ready for that big game. Awesome. Um, I mean, these these games mean, you know, they, they mean more to us, I, I think. Uh and when you face them as much as we faced Bosco and Bergen this year, um, you know what you're getting. You know, you're in for a battle game. Every one of those rivalry games are close games. Um, something crazy always seems to happen in each of these games. So, I mean, you know what you're getting, and it's just uh, whoever wants it more at the end of the day. And, yeah, like what Ellis said, you know, every single game we go and we step on the field with one of them, we already know it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to the last pitch no matter what. No matter how it starts, how it, it's always going to end the same way, and somebody's going to come out on top just by barely a little amount. And I feel like those games are really what sets the tone for our seasons. You know, coming out and be, being Bosco the last two games has really helped us a lot, and especially to end it off with the rings. So that was that was huge for us, and we were super ecstatic about it. Nice, very nice. Uh, okay, so now that's over. You guys get your championship. But you're not done. Now you guys got the state tournament. So, um, real quick, if you you know, how does the bracket look? And I mean, I know if I'm the second part of the question, I know what you guys are going to say, but we still want to hear you say it. What are your goals in this state tournament now? But um, you know what? Again, it, it's funny because we're saying like we were talking with Rob, and we we're saying it could be Joe's and Bergen again. I mean, you know, Joe's and Bosco. I mean, the league you guys play in is obvious. I mean, listen, it's the best league, the best competition. It's just there's nothing like it. So to have like another round, I mean, listen, you probably know like Bergen and Bosco are probably licking their chops to say, hey, we want St. Joe's again. You know, so it's just it, it it's an unbelievable league that you guys are in. So. You know, besides like the Joes and Bosco, the Joes, Bosco, and Bergen that we know, how else is the rest of that bracket? And again, what's your uh, goals going forward? I'm, I'm going to interrupt real quick because I'm curious if you guys know who won the, 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 the game between Pingree and Union Catholic. I'm sure you do, right? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I had yeah. it hot off the press. I just refreshed my screen. I was like, I would tell you if you didn't know. <laughs> but I figured you would know. So go ahead, Jimmy, if you want to go. Yeah, so, um, I mean, going to freshman year, I mean, our own goal was our senior year, triple crown, league, county, state. You know, we went through everything. Now going to this year, you know, we have – we won the league. Now we won the county, and obviously we want to finish it off win states. I think going in, our competition, it's tough. It's not going to be easy. But I think if we keep that same mindset we had all year, same mindset we had going into this Bosco game yesterday, 
I mean, I think really, I really don't think anybody else can stand a chance against us if we continue to play as a family, continue to play together, you know, everyone contributes, everyone's in the game, whether they're playing or not, everyone's heads are locked in. And I, I just think that we have a great shot. Um, we're going to be playing even harder now. I mean, we got two out of the way and now we only have three games left of our St. Joe's career. So us three, we, we were at the St. Joe's baseball camp in eighth grade and, you know, coaches and us, we always talked about it, you know, triple crown, triple crown. And uh, I'll have an opportunity to do it uh, means a lot. So when's the last time it was done in St. Joe's? I believe, um, Jimmy, do you know? Is I, it I, want, I want to say, I want to say around 2000. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been, I'd say over 10 years. Okay. I mean, they, they, they've won, they've won league in, league in County before, but the triple crown, triple crown I think that's only been done like three times in St. Joe's. Okay. Nice. And uh, Sean, did you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like Jimmy and Alice both said, I mean, state is obviously the, the biggest one and that's what we're shooting for every year. So, I mean, we expect things and obviously in the league that we're in every single game is going to be a dog fight from the beginning to the end just like it would be if we were to play Bergen or Bosco, no matter who we're playing this league, it's always going to come out and it's going to be a fight from the beginning. So we just got to stay together, stay working together. And I think we can come out on top. Nice. It does, definitely doesn't ease up for you guys at all. Guys, real, Jen, real quick, we got a com, uh, comment from one of our listeners uh, saying, first off, congrats guys on being County champs. Great accomplishment. Um, uh, Kenny wants to know uh, your plans for baseball in college next year. All right, you know what? Let's go. Uh, I'm going to switch up the order again, if that's all right with you guys. We'll let Ellis go first, finally. <laughs> we'll do Ellis, Sean, and then Jimmy. Um, so I'm committed to West Virginia, but um, next year I'm doing a, a post-grad to enter the 22 class instead of the 21. Uh, I'll be attending P27 Academy in South Carolina before I go to West Virginia. Nice, awesome. very nice. Uh, next year for me, I'll be attending Boston College. Congratulations. And Jimmy? And I'll, I'll be attending Duke University next year. You know, awesome. Jimmy, I have to tell you, I did read that today. And that, you know what? I'm a Virginia alumni, so I, I, I'm so impressed. I know. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you're going to Duke. That's fantastic. But You, you have know, no idea what it's like in this household when it's a Virginia <laughs> and a Duke basketball game. I got to deal with her. And Oh, sure. Who's the better coach, Coach K or Tony <laughs> Bennett? Yeah, we actually, it was actually funny because for a wedding gift, um, I actually got her the tickets to the uh, the game at UVA when it was uh, Zion and Reddish and R.J. Barrett really? and all them. And it was uh, right. LeBron showed up and Rondo was there. It was, a, it was an awesome, of course, I mean, awesome. I don't want to say Virginia lost, but, you know, they it was, did. It they was, did. Yeah, it it was, was a great game, though. It was they a great national championship that year, so, you know what, I'll okay. watch the Duke loss at Virginia. We'll give you that one. That's it, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to digress, but when Duke comes up, I have to. <laughs> but uh, congrats, guys. Those are, you know, that is a, um, you know, you guys all playing at the next level is just, you know, a testament to the hard work that you guys have put in. So, um, you know, keep up the good work. That's great to hear. Uh, and I'm sure kind of segues into my next question that you've had a lot of support along the way, right? Um, so my next question is kind of about like your school community, um, supporting you guys, your families. And if you just wanted to take a moment and kind of um, speak to, you know, 
both school and at home, who's kind of been your your biggest supporter in this season, kind of having that opportunity to thank them. So we'll go in that same order, maybe Ellis, Sean, and then Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, every Everybody, uh, family, cousins. I've had a whole bunch of cousins come to my games, uh, uncles, aunts. Uh, everybody showed out this year. And obviously my, my parents, my sister, my immediate family. I mean, uh, the support system is great back at home. And, and even my girlfriend, she's up with me at 10 o'clock at night, hitting batting practice, uh, doing a whole bunch of front toss. She, she's the best. So nice. yeah, everybody back at home. <laughs> and uh, Sean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like Alice said, you know, everybody back at home is just amazing to me. Like Alice said, my girlfriend, She's also so supportive and, you know, everybody around me, especially my parents, obviously my brother, Kyle, my sisters, and, you know, especially at school, you know, all you see everybody on the team, all their families are, all their families are the same way. You know, every game, you got everybody there packing the stands, you know, everybody's got their support. And I feel like that was really what drives us to, to do our best and work our hardest. Nice. Yeah. To go along with Sean said, I mean, besides, Family, you know, you got my, my two parents, mom, dad, my two sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, and not even just that. I have, like, friends that I go to school with, like, text me before the game, like, where's the game at? What time it is? Good luck. Like, like just all that, you know, it's all that support, you know, just gives us confidence and drives us, to, you know, to win the games. And then after the games, you know, they're all there supporting you. So it's it truly is awesome. Nice, very nice. Uh, and th- we were going to have this question for Coach, but since uh, he's busy prepping, you know, maybe you guys want to mention, if you guys just want to talk about some of your teammates um, real quick. I mean, you guys are the captains on the team. If you want to mention, like I said, a little bit about a couple players here and there of uh, your teammates. All right, I'm going to mix up the order one final time. Let's see here. I'm going to keep Ellis first. I'm going to go Jimmy and then Sean. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, everybody, one through whoever. We have a ton of kids on the team, but uh, everybody's been as contributed one way or the other. Uh, obviously, Albert this year, he's had a huge year. Uh, he's been on fire. Uh, you know, second base, Angel, Tyler. Uh, outfielders have done great. We have the best the best nine hitter in the state. Um, everybody, one through nine, everybody's done unbelievable this year. So we're, we're extremely thankful for that. Nice. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, to go off what Ellis said, I mean, not even just our one through nine, you have guys on the bench who are willing, even though they're not playing, they're in the game from the first pitch to the last pitch. They're cheering guys on, supportive, you know, they're screaming their heads off from the first pitch to the last pitch, you know? So, I mean, it really, it means a lot. I mean, not even, they're not even playing and they're the biggest contributors on the field. So, I mean, everyone's locked in. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't have said it any better, you know. The whole team was always tuned in, you know. Everybody wants it the same, you know. Everyone has the same goal, no matter what their future is, and whether they're playing baseball in college or something like that, you know. Everybody's focused on this year and what we want to do, and I think that's that's huge for us, you know. Everybody has that, that support system throughout the team through whatever, one through 30, all 30 of our guys, you know, really a brotherhood, and I feel like that's – that's the most important thing about us. Very nice. Okay, my last one for them real quick, and uh, we mentioned it before again, St. Joe's Montvale. Again, congratulations, county champs. But, um, you you know, St. Joe's is not only just one of, or if not the best school athletic program in New Jersey, it's one of the best in the country. So 
Two-part question. Uh, being an athlete at St. Joe's, uh, number one, what does it take? And number two, what does it mean to be an athlete at St. Joe's? Um, it, it takes a, uh, extremely hard work. I can tell you that uh, each and every single day um, with, with every sport, uh, football, you see football players walking around lifting every day, uh, basketball, whatever sport it may be. Uh, it, it takes a lot. And be successful and to have success, you know, your team have success in St. Joe's. It, it truly means a lot at the end of the day, when you, when you put in the time and you see everybody around you putting in the time, it, it, it truly, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't get better than that. So nice. it's absolutely great. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, being an athlete at St. Joe's, you got to have drive and you got to be persistent. You know, you see every day we go out to the field, we're at the top field. So you can look down and see people on the football field and see the bill and people running hills or people on the field practicing. So it's like St. Joe's is like the epitome, epitome of just athletes and just success. You know, you see everyone every day is doing something to get better. So, I mean, it really means a lot to the program, to, to St. Joe's athletic program. And I just, you know, it takes it takes a lot to be an athlete at St. Joe's, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah, definitely. No, it's definitely hard work, but, you know, we're all in it together. All The whole school, you know, everybody pushes each other and we all have the same goal. And that's to win everything, win every game we play and better all of ourselves as much as possible. So, you know, you have kids from like all different sports supporting each other. You know, our baseball games will have, players, basketball, uh, basketball players, whoever it is, they're all going to be at our games. And it's the same for us, you know, at the, during the fall, like we're at all football games in winter, all basketball, hockey, it's just one big family. And I think that's, that's something so great about the intros and what really makes it special. That's awesome. awesome. Really nice. All right, guys, our last little segment, we like to do something called um, rapid fire. So it's some more quick paced questions for you guys. So I'm going to change the order one final time. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to let, uh, you know what? I'm just going to make it easy. I'm going to go Sean, Jimmy, Ellis for this one, if that's all right. Okay. All right. So okay. You're up first. Your opinion. Who's your biggest rival? Biggest rival, you said? Yeah, biggest rival. Um, I'd say Bosco. I'd say Bosco. Tom Bosco. Okay. <laughs> Trifecta on that one. All right. Your favorite Major League Baseball team? Yankees. Mets. Ooh. Mets. Oh. Wow, two Mets. <laughs> It started off so strong. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Two-part question. In the Montvale area near St. Joe's, actually one of our commenters is asking for it, but two-part question. Part one, what's the best pizza around St. Joe's? And what's the best, like, deli to get a sandwich around St. Joe's? Um, well, we got it right next to us. I'd say Phil's Pizza. It's legit. And then you got A&J's right there, too. So two convenient spots for us. <laughs> I think Sean hit a spot on. You have Phil's Pizzeria, and then you have Jersey Mike's right next to it, mm -hmm. and and Jay's Bagels. So I mean, perfect. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, that's a nice little Best convenient there. Great, yeah. great life. <laughs> All right, guys. My last one is like kind of like superlatives, like that you would have in the high school yearbook. So of you three, okay, I'm going to ask each of you. We'll go around. I have four different ones. All right. So of the three of you guys, who's the best singer? Ellis. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying Alice. <laughs> I guess me. <laughs> all right. Best. Gotta say, on, those, on those car rides to the games, I mean, it's Alice all the way. All right. There you go. That's funny. All right. Best dancer. Dang. 
go to <laughs> me, me again. <laughs> See, this is the most insightful yeah. part. Yeah. All right. Best, <laughs> best dressed. Uh, Sh- Sean, he's got he's got the best shorts I've ever seen somebody wear. One's <laughs> a big short short guy, and he rocks them well. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, do you concur? You you take that? Yes. yes all right. <laughs> all right. My last one is best hair. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy. All right, it Curl. went all around. Yeah, everybody, everyone everybody got everything. Got something. That's awesome. There you go, the rock and the curls. Nice. All right, guys, it's been an absolute... Where I got one oh, more important oh, question, or and this might be the most important one. Are awesome. any of you guys <laughs> New York Nick fans? Oh, yes. Oh, Who? nice, Alice. I mean, I don't really yeah. watch basketball too much, but I mean, I'll, I'll be a Knicks fan today. Okay, for today. <laughs> but Ellis is a Nick fan, right? Yes. Are we yeah. going to... Listen, do we win... Please say we win tomorrow, we get to Friday. We, we we gotta win tomorrow at home. If we win at home, then and we could steal one at Atlanta. You know what we'll, it is. You know what it is. Here's like what it is. Tomorrow, <laughs> right now it looks bleak. It's three one. We win tomorrow at home, and all the pressure now goes on Atlanta Friday night because there's no way, no way they're gonna come back Sunday night at Madison Square Garden and win a game seven. So yeah. win tomorrow, put all the pressure on them. They choke a little bit. Boom, game seven at the Garden. And we're back. <laughs> I had to. I had to ask you. That's it. I had to ask you. So. Very. Uh, and then, you know, by the way, if you guys are sports fans, we also do. Uh, myself and Kenny do like uh, a Wednesday night and Thursday night professional sports show. You guys are always more than welcome. Come on, talk sports. Anytime you uh, listen, you want to come on, talk sports. Come on. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we wish you yeah, get it done, guys, get it done, triple crown, baby. Pursuit of the triple crown, and uh, we look forward to having you back on when you achieve. When you do it. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks again. Good night. Take care. care. Okay, the uh, county champs. Yep, that was awesome. You know what? That's uh, what what just hardworking, well-spoken, well-rounded yeah. kids. So they were an absolute pleasure pleasure to have on. And we really do wish them the best of luck as they uh, as they continue on. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they get it, you know? I mean, it's, it's something where, you know, we were talking about, we were saying how, like, I think we were talking about a little softball, mm-hmm. and we were saying, oh, this team won a triple crown. I mean, very hard to do. Like yeah. he's saying, even on a program yeah. at St. Joe's 2000, mm-hmm. you're talking 21 years ago, and uh, hopefully they get it. Yeah. You know, hopefully they get it. And uh, but the it. funny thing is they're going to go through those probably those same teams, right, you no, know, like to, to do it yeah. again. But, we did um, it in field hockey. You did do it in field mm-hmm. hockey. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Very tough to do. Um, real quick, um, Bergen County semifinals, softball. Okay, we're going to get some uh, talk a little more, but just – Real fast, IHA Ramapo. Well, I, I'm I'm picking uh, IHA. Okay, I'm gonna go with you, and Mawa Indian Hills. That's a tougher one. That's a tougher one. I'm not as well seasoned. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Indian Hills. Me too. Me too. So I'm gonna go right now Indian Hills. That would be again. We can change it, but mm-hmm. I would go Indian Hills, IHA, mm-hmm. and we won't we'll do a final now, right, not but yet. we'll do not for yet. that. Yep. We'll yep. get to that. Oh, but um, strange to end on a note where we both picked the same we team. Both picked very, it, yeah. very unlikely. <laughs> um, again, I uh, want to thank Cindy, thank Rob, yep. and thank the St. Joe's kids for yep. coming on. Yep, uh, again, hopefully they do it. It's something we want to follow. Uh, Neely's going to start breaking down the state tournament with us next week. Yep. And yep. Uh, when they come on, hey, maybe we can have the whole team on as the uh, you know, Triple Crown champions. Yep. 
Uh, Kenny saying Ramapo and Indian Hills. Oh, that would be a Ooh, good. That would be a good one. That'd be a, be a backyard nice, yeah, brawl. Exactly, exactly. Crosstown rival. Uh, oh, rank five, rank five. You know what? Kenny gave me a real top, a hard rank five. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to answer right now. He wanted to give me the non. What was it? The no, the public, public schools yeah. of you, top five. Do you want to do a little more research? Yeah, I'm going to do a little do research. A better, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, we'll let me do that. Yeah, that okay. that's a really hard one. I want to do a, a. I'm going to do a now and a past, like in a ten yeah, year. I will a, do that. That's what. That's what Kenny's ranks five are awesome. And what I always struggle with is, like you just said, you know, you're looking now, but you have that like history in your head too. So you, you know, like you've the the teams that maybe a couple of years ago were stronger and, you know, in the past couple of years. So, yeah, it's a little... But I'm going to throw one back at Kenny right now, and I'm going <laughs> to give him a little homework for next week. Okay? We had on St. Joe's, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. He can take this year's team. I want his top five St. Joe's baseball teams of all time. I want him to do a little research. <laughs> so give me the years. Give me the years, Kenny. St. Joe's. You can add this year's team because you better because they're going to win the Triple Crown. But when they, you know, what is the top five, do your homework, top five St. Joe's team, baseball teams of all time? Because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. So, Kenny, do your homework for next week. And I will have the top five back. You will have your top yep. five. Yep. And uh, great show. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And thank you, our guests, for joining us. And see you all next week. See everybody next week.